And we're like, oh no, the dungu swallowed the dice. <laughs> Jungle Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. Hello, hello, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Six a.m. on the first of December. It's time for Christmas month. Da 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 da. So fast, you Christmas month already. <laughs> <laughs> I already put up my tree like oh. mid-November. Got presents ready? Not yet. Okay, because I have actually been thinking about Christmas shopping already. I have to buy presents for my nieces. Yeah. Good thing that my family has a tradition. For Christmas, right? Right. None of the adults will get presents, one. Why? Because you're the gift. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're adults and we're mature and we got other like festivals to have gifts: birthday, uh, anniversary, uh, Valentine's Day. So enough already. That's let's, fair. Let's stop having headaches about to buy each other for Christmas. It's about <laughs> the children. It's about Christmas cheer. They get to eat the delicious food. They get to open all the presents in front of all the relatives and go like, "Wow, thank you, Papa. Thank you, yeah." yeah. Thank you All this lah Right I wish I could do that In my family Why? Because there's so many kids In my family Oh dear Right But I, I don't want to be the one To say That kids should be The only ones getting presents Because I still want to Get my presents You are <laughs> such a child You know You know how <laughs> Wanita I mind, mind, One day you will grow up Okay But <laughs> Also buying presents For kids Usually is quite easy Because what do they want Toys Every kid wants a toy Whether it's a girl kid A boy kid Whatever Get them a toy So my <laughs> Go to toy Is Lego Because Lego Is one toy Into many Toys you can make whatever <laughs> toy you want, right? My wife, however, mm-hmm. I think you should get books, lah. I'm like, who buys books for Christmas <laughs> presents? You don't want to be the the unliked relative. What? Unless <laughs> like, they they like books. Well, I don't know. They're kids, right? So just get them a toy, lah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this year we are going to buy uh, my nieces yeah. Lego, and my wife goes like, all right, I will also buy Lego. And what does she buy? The philosophy of Lego. <laughs> It's a book. Why? FM. So it is the first of December. Christmas is uh, happening very, very soon. Jingle bell, jingle bell. Wow, you couldn't even <laughs> sing in tune, uh, Douglas. Both Douglas and I celebrate Christmas, so we're you know talking about Christmas presents right mm. now. Um, his wife, Douglas's wife, likes to give books for Christmas. Yeah, very very studious style presents. But you give Legos. Of course, toys, man. Toys rule during Christmas. I think both is great because some of the presents that I've gotten are horrible. Like what? So once when I was about seven or eight years old, okay. right? I remember this very very clearly because we had the most random assorted presents, mugs <laughs> like that said number one dad and stuff like that. But one I remember very clearly was this. Auntie who gave us used color pencils. How you know they were used? <laughs> Because clearly you open up the color pencil box and one is like long, one is you know short. She didn't even bother to sharpen the color pencils. Did she give you any us. excuse for this appalling present? <laughs> no lah. She didn't go like no, Anita. Auntie had to check first. You know maybe the color pencils broken. I check each one <laughs> and I started coloring. No, I didn't I, ask her why. Clearly, she recycled. Color pencils uh-huh. to give to children. That is oh, yeah. horrible. Did she also recycle the wrapping paper? Was it like I don't know a Chinese New Year wrapping paper? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I tore the wrapping paper up open so excitedly, but then when I saw the color pencils, boom. Oh, I I had an auntie similar to this. Yeah, maybe not as bad lah. This one would be just she just give us like stuff that's free because we would get presents and it'd be like mini shampoo bottles. <laughs> so it's like free samples, and you know it's right. not for the children or not because the shampoo is for thinning hair. Like, oh auntie, no, this is your shampoo, and you got a mini sample. Like once she gave us keychains and some other knickknacks. Oh oh, this one time uh-huh. she you know.
know Christmas stockings, right? The red color thing. Inside. Right, the ones that you're supposed to put at like your fireplace, which we don't have. Yeah, yeah we don't. <laughs> no, you inside we have candy cane now, some right, of right, that right. sorted presents, right? Yeah. She once gave us uh, something similar, like a like a red you know sock thing. Oh, Christmas socks! Thank you very much, Auntie Stingy. <laughs> so I put my hand in and I pull out the other sock. <laughs> she she gave us Christmas socks. What? She didn't even bother wrapping the present. She put the present in itself. <laughs> These aunties should be friends. Fly FM. So a UITM student was forced to borrow XL pants from a stranger <laughs> because his own pants were too tight. <laughs> Maybe he misunderstood the requirements. He was like, "Hey, UITM ah, got tight requirements. They don't mean your <laughs> pants, bro. <laughs> they mean other things." But what actually happened here? So this guy went for his UITM student registration, but wasn't allowed entry because his pants were too tight. So he was forced to look around outside for an extra pair of pants. Unfortunately, the only pair of pants that he found were four sizes too big. Way too big, lah. Way too big XL pants. So he was trying, lah, trying to wear the. Excel pens is a video of this Is, is there an explanation As to why he was Denied entry Into the university Because of the tightness Of his pants No I mean yeah. I think It's just not allowed Like how you know When we go to school We cannot wear bell bottoms okay. And we so cannot wear Skinny Just rules jeans. La, yeah. Like rules and regulations Because yeah. yeah I can't for the life of me Understand this I mean I was in education line I don't think the tightness Of a pants Affects your qualifications Or your ability <laughs> to study Or gives you an Added advantage Unless of course He was in UITM to study vocals <laughs> and the tight pants gave him uh, all falsetto all the way <laughs> like he was like hello say I'm so class <laughs> but but Juanita yeah I've just got a cunning plan that could make us a lot a lot of money really yeah we should set up a bundle stall uh-huh. outside UITM because if there's one student who has to change his pants maybe there'll be more maybe there'll be more students who come in with clothing that is inappropriate we could sell them the clothing right outside their university so that they are not denied education uh-huh. we'll be doing a good thing Juanita I even have an opening pantone for all the Malay students wow you're like the gift that keeps on giving let's go let's hear it buah cempuda di luar pagar ambil galah tolong jolokan Hey budak UITM mau belajar? Seluar ketat kami tukarkan. Mali mali mali. Douglas, you look outside our door. Hmm? You see that station across our station. Yeah, Hot FM. Hot FM is a yeah. Malay station. Yeah. You go in audition for them now. <laughs> Fly FM. So a couple of days ago, we talked about vegetable prices going up. Yeah. I still see the news on Twitter. Everyone's still talking about it. But now we found out that seafood prices might go up as well. Why don't lah? Seafood is already so expensive. <laughs> if it goes up any higher, the only thing we can afford will be like curry, kepala, ikan, bilis. <laughs> Just be <laughs> one, one big pot of curry with a small ikan bilis that everybody must share. <laughs> why, why, why are they going up? Well, well, this is happening because there was an acute shortage of workers. So, like fishing vessels in Selangor, in Pera and Pahang are currently operating at only like half their capacity because of the lack of workers. Right. So, because of that then there's a low supply with low supply yeah. prices go up that's what you're correct, saying correct. no this worker shortage thing right it's all because of the pandemic the pandemic caused ridiculous amounts of havoc not yeah. only the fact that you know we had to send back a lot of our foreign
foreign workers. Now a lot of them can't even come back in because of much tighter border restrictions. And we understand yeah. the need for it, mm-hmm. but it has caused a lot of changes. Have you noticed, like any of your favorite shops or restaurants, they got a change of workers? Yeah, change of workers, less workers. Some are even just closed down completely, oh, right? Those, yeah. yeah. my young tofu shop, right? Used to be all Nepalese and Myanmar workers. Mm-hmm. I've made friends with some of them over the years. Super efficient, very friendly. Yeah. Some can speak perfect Cantonese, Malay, yeah. Mandarin better than me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> make me feel a bit shy sometimes. <laughs> but they're all gone now. I went back, I think about two weeks ago to eat uh-huh. my uh, young tofu. They were not there. Oh. <laughs> Only to be replaced by old Chinese uncles who live in the area. <laughs> no, again, no offense uh, against old Chinese uncles because I realized I will grow up to be one myself. <laughs> what do you mean you grow up to be one? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these Chinese uncles, uh, first of all, they're slower than their younger foreign counterparts. Obviously, they're older, <laughs> osteoporosis, whatever. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> no, but they also have a lot so of vicious. opinions, you know. Yeah. A lot of opinions, a lot of advice. This <laughs> uncle like who what? shuffled to my table. He was like, uh, order. I was like, uncle, I want a young tofu. I want the two red chili. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, no red chili. So I'm like, oh, yo, no red chili. Uh, yo. He proceeds to chastise me and advise me <laughs> about food. He was like, you know, young man, don't eat too much chili. Lah. It's very bad for the <laughs> gut. I'm like, hello, uncle. Let me worry about my body. You just worry about inventory. Get those chilies in, man. <laughs> oh, my body, my choice. Oh, yeah, you say it, Karen. <laughs> Fly. So an opposition MP is suggesting a Jurassic Park solution to relocate wild elephants. A Jurassic Park solution? Oh? <laughs> yes. Do you know what dinosaurs eat uh, apart from you know, humans? They also eat wild elephants. <laughs> I watched it in Jurassic Park. So he's planning to relocate these wild elephants where? Into T-Rex's mouth, is it? What are you talking about? There are no live T-Rexes. Just saying. <laughs> no, so, okay, elephants are destroying crops, right? When, when they migrate as they naturally do through Malaysia okay. migrate I mean so this MP suggested that we should move them into an enclosure but somehow the idea of electric fences also came up and he's like oh yeah we should protect these elephants with electric fences that like what nonsense he's getting a lot of flack for it clearly correct because electric fences hurt animals number one yeah. and they don't work because I watched Jurassic Park where <laughs> do you think T-Rex escaped from electric fence lah <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because elephants will migrate through the same routes anyway. Okay. So, like, why do we need to move them into an enclosure? Just don't plant crops lah on their <laughs> route, you know? Yeah, don't change the elephant, change the human, right? Yeah, That's what you're saying. It's yeah. much easier that way. Exactly. And in any case, uh, I've just looked through the map of Malaysia. We already have a place that welcomes elephants. It's there, clear for everyone to see. Really? Yeah, Alo Gaja. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah, it's in the name. It's Hello, Gaja. The fellow's full name is Hello, Gaja. Coming no. over. Fly <laughs> FM. So, an opposition MP is suggesting a Jurassic Park solution to relocate wild elephants. Yeah, he got a lot of flack for that because yeah. you do not use movie solutions for real life problems. Am I right, Juanita? <laughs> yes. So, this happened to me, right? I was mm. dating this guy, didn't really like him. Right. So, I tried to break up using the tips from one of my favorite movies, How to Lose a Guy. 
guy in 10 days And did it work? <laughs> Wait lah Let me tell you the full story first <laughs> okay. I had to like put things in his house And then I called his mom Became friends with his mom Edited our pictures together So we could see what our future babies would look like You know when oh. you morph the two pictures okay, together Okay so you were trying to make him feel like you were very clingy yeah, 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 Like yeah. you were a very obsessive girlfriend exactly. Hopefully then the plan is for him to For him to leave lah Yes it's correct not, So you don't break up with him You correct. make him break up with you Exactly ah, Okay so back to my first question Did it work? <laughs> it didn't work He started liking me more He was like wow I didn't have any other girlfriends That became friends with my mom Ayo. Made the effort So happened in the end So I, I had to like Just slowly distance myself And then I ghosted him You broke so his bad, heart right? You see that is how you solve Real life situations <laughs> No, but same thing. It happened not just in like relationships, but in yeah. work as well. When I was a trainee teacher, well, mm-hmm. there were four of us from yeah. Maktab Perguruan Ilmu Has, and yeah. we got placed into a school that had some poverty issues. So there were some students that were really poor, right. and so their grades were quite bad. Mm-hmm. So one of my uh, classmates, she was like, "Hey, you know, you watch Dangerous Minds, right? And all these like movies about teachers teaching inner school kids. What you right. must do is you must get to know the family, coach them one on one. And so she used, she's very nice, really good heart person." Yeah. Yeah. Went there and like got close to a few of the children, gave them extra t- tuition, uh-huh. would teach them stuff, talk to the parents. After a week, we were all summoned to the principal's office because <gasps> she was like, "You cannot do this. Oh. You need a permit to do stuff like this." Number one. Oh. Number two, if right. you just focus on one or two students, the other parents will complain because it's unfair. Yeah, that's true. So you see, now the bottom line is, movie <laughs> solutions do not work in real life. For example, <laughs> if you have a real life problem like I don't know urban poverty for example <laughs> what you do not do is invent a reality game show <laughs> where they all have to compete in green track suits and the winner gets money and the losers get killed you're talking about squid game correct <laughs> so if you have a problem like urban poverty what you mm-hmm. should do is announce a big plan with a very friendly name but don't <laughs> actually do anything and hope people forget about the problem what are you talking about nothing <laughs> oh no fly FM. So RPM wants to make Bahasa an international language. I am fully behind that effort. I think Bahasa Malaysia is already well on its way to becoming an international language. We actually have Bahasa Malaysia words mm-hmm. used internationally every day. For example, <laughs> computer. <laughs> yeah, that's a Malay word used internationally. Synonym used uh. many many places. Uh, celebrity also a uh, Malay word used internationally. Parliament. <laughs> so you see, we are well on our way, PM. <laughs> Yeah, so this is because it's become a trend, apparently, according to our PM, mm-hmm. for both government and private agencies, as well as government-linked companies, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, GLCs, Correct. to not use Bahasa Malaysia in their daily affairs. So, oh, yeah, he's saying, so you know they're what? they're using a lot of English and yeah, stuff. And yeah, yeah, for like conferences, company Correct. names and whatnot. So he's saying that we should be proud of our national language because it is an international language and it's also ranked Apparently, 10 most popular language in the world. Did you know this? I had no idea, but well yeah. done. Because of social media, though, we actually have evidence of a lot of non-Malaysians speaking Malay, right? Yes, we do. Like Cassidy Lacrem. She is Cassidy, a... What's her name? Cassidy Lacrem. <laughs> It's a real person. Yes, It's it not is. some sweetener brand you just made up. <laughs> no, she's a wonderful person. Okay. She's blonde Australian living in Malaysia okay. and sings all her songs in Bahasa. Like, listen to this, right? She uploaded a video on Instagram recently. Saya tahu dah lama tak buat konten, tak buat video. Ramai orang tak tanya, kat mana kes ni ni? Dah mati ke? Aku paham. 
malam Jadi malam ini Kesti akan buat live Pukul 7 malam Santai je Jom Kita lepak <laughs> That is amazing je, kita lepak Not only she's speaking Malay flawlessly She knows yeah. our nuances She said Dah mati ke? Because <laughs> very Malaysian right? We all everything also die man <laughs> Like wow I'm hungry to die man <laughs> They eat too much Wow full to die man <laughs> It's like constantly mati That's so true That's what I'm saying BM is already an international language. Do you know that Malaysia is actually mentioned in one of the most viewed YouTube videos, Despacito? Yes, we got proof. <laughs> you see, international level achievement unlocked. Fly FM. So RPM wants to make Bahasa an international language. We're saying it already is, and you're helping us prove this point, Cheryl. Hi, Wanita. Hi, Douglas. Good morning. Do you have a story for us, ma'am? Okay, so I went to Poland with my cousins for a holiday a few years back. Uh-huh. Wow, have you been to Poland before that? No, that was my first time there. Okay, nice. nice. So, you know, like everyone there is white, you don't really... Like <laughs> 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 Asian culture there. Okay. But uh, one day, my cousins and I, we were lining up at a restaurant and we were just talking, you know, amongst ourselves. And suddenly this white girl comes up to us and she asks, Are you guys Malaysian by any chance? Okay. And we were quite confused and we were like, yeah, like why? And suddenly she like switched accents and was speaking like a Malaysian accent. And was wow. like, so I grew up there and I know like the language and the people. Did, and she, did she bust out some <laughs> Malay words? Oh yeah, she definitely busted out the Malay. So we were having like a Malay conversation in a Polish restaurant in like Poland. It was crazy. What are the odds? So what was the story actually? She grew up here or, or she came to what to study so her parents worked here so like she she also was along with them and like oh. studied and grew up here so she was here for like a few years and yeah but now she's like back in Poland just out of curiosity do you speak any Polish? no <laughs> did your entire group any of you speak Polish? Why would we need to learn Polish? <laughs> I'm just saying lah. It's so weird, right? You see, like, Malaysians go to Poland for a holiday, don't bother to learn any Polish. Meets a Polish person who speaks Malay. You see, we are international, <laughs> dear. Do you know the Polish are very famous for car washes? How? Why? Because when you go to a car wash, right, you yeah. always see wax done Polish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fly. So Malaysia Cup finals happened last night. Mm-hmm. KL Kuala Lumpur won over JDT. Yes, this was unexpected, hundred <laughs> percent unexpected result because JDT they are like the super team yeah, in man. Malaysia. They've got all the best players. They have the most money. Mm-hmm. And KL City, well, let's just say we were at our heyday back in the eighties. <laughs> like for those of you who are old enough, for yeah. those listening out there, we won the Malaysia Cup last thirty-two years ago. <laughs> like back then, we had players like K Kanan and Malay Awap and Rashid Hassan, people yeah. like that. And since then we've been uh, quite poor actually uh, oh. we dropped to don't know like league 2 or something like that right. but this time KL City beating a team like yeah. Johor Darul Takzim or JDT right the mm-hmm. Southern Tigers is like 
a Myvi overtaking a Lambo <laughs> like it can happen but so rare so <laughs> well rare so well done KL yeah well done uh, also congratulations to our goal scorer Zafri Yaya as well as our captain Paolo Jesu and of course Bojan Hodak our coach uh, yeah. who coached them to this incredible victory all I can yeah. say is hey man we won this uh, it's the 100th year anniversary of the Malaysia Cup so it's extra oh, wow. special Kuala Lumpur City you have won it uh, after 32 years so yeah. i definitely look forward to the next win in the year 2053 fly <laughs> <laughs> fm so 40 men at a fancy restaurant in penang were arrested by the coppers <laughs> 40 men <laughs> nothing is more suspicious than having just 40 men no women ah huh? no women just 40 male guys men <laughs> yes. in a restaurant a whole load of testosterone i don't understand man that is so suspicious because first of all they don't look alike they're yep. not from one big family the only time 40 men can get away with being in one place if they were all 40 arab men attending i don't know a nashid recital perhaps <laughs> but these are like you know different shapes and sizes so i'm a tall fellow some are short fellow. Yeah. 40 guys in a room Don't mm-hmm. say the cops lah. The religious police Also will show up <laughs> Yeah Because they're like What is going on right This is not normal So here's what happened They're actually part of A triad A <laughs> secret so society Yeah And they thought Having a birthday party At a fancy restaurant Would maybe make them Look less suspicious <laughs> uh, Didn't work right So about eight of them This is the thing right Eight of them had tattoos Of the secret gang symbols On their bodies I <laughs> I can never understand why people would tattoo secret stuff on their bodies. That's why it's called secret. You don't tell anyone, right? Bruce Wayne doesn't yeah. go around Gotham with a tattoo "I am Batman" on his forehead. Correct. Then everybody will know. Even the Joker is like, "Wow, Batman!" This time you lah, Joker. Yeah, man. <laughs> But good lah. You know they were up to obviously no good, and yeah. they got busted by the cops. So well mm-hmm. done to Abang Abang Police. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Fly FM. So. For 40 secret society gang members, all of them men, gathered at a fancy restaurant to celebrate a birthday. But cops busted them. It was a complete fail. Which is why we're asking you, what guilty things have you tried to cover up? Hello. Hey guys, it's Billy again. Hey, hey silly hey, Billy. Hey we haven't heard from you in two days. We <laughs> know something happened, man. You're still getting worried. I'm fine. I'm fine, Melvi. I got yeah. I got a story that matches. What you guys are asking? A few years ago, mm. it was my TV. I kind of I forgot to turn it off for a few days. I was kind of busy. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize it was on the whole time, and then it it blew up, lah. Basically. Oh dear! Oh did, yeah, did, you know, like did it catch on fire? Did anything else? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It just you know, like it just kind of melted in the inside. I don't know how to describe it. Right. But it just slowly died, and then you can't turn it on anymore. Okay. And it was overheating. Right. So I was, I knew I would get in trouble. So I immediately came out with a solution. I went out of the house. I found the fuse box to the whole house, and I turned off the whole house power. <laughs> wow! You caused the trip. <laughs> yeah, I caused I uh, I caused the trip in the whole house. I I called everyone. Hey guys, come down. It's really bad. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh my god! And then my parents, you know, fixed the problem. They turned on the 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 fuse box on. I go back to my room. I made like a really loud, dramatic uh, yell. Ah! My TV! No! <laughs> 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 And I was like, what's wrong? The TV blew up. I don't know what happened. 
Ayah, unlucky lah. Did they buy it? Oh, they bought it. They bought it. Oh they wanted to God. visit the authorities, but I'm like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, it's an old TV. Maybe get a new one lah. <laughs> I can't believe you blame TNB over something you did. This is so uncool, you know. Abang, abang TNB. You see that people like this. <laughs> Fly FM. So 40 secret society gang members, all men, gathered at a fancy restaurant to celebrate a birthday, but cops nabbed them. Didn't work out. It was a complete fail. So we're asking you, what guilty things have you ever tried to cover up, Caleb? Hi guys. Hey, so, morning. Morning. I have a story that happened back in college, lah. Okay. okay. So I was in college, and what I failed actually one of my papers. Uh-huh. Oh, what and paper do you fail? Uh, I think it's a communication paper. So I I didn't want to let my parents know that mm. I failed the paper. Uh-huh. And I had to retake the paper and I needed some money to pay for oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To retake the paper, I had right. to do it. Mm. So in order to get some money, I decided to sell my phone because, you know, I was a college kid, <laughs> kind of broke. Right. You sold the phone that your parents bought for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I did. So now I had to come up with a reason for, you know, why I didn't have a phone with <laughs> my phone. You, you right. solved one problem but caused another problem, dude. Yeah. <laughs> So what I did was I had friends who uh, were like fighters, you know, MMA fighters, and I approached, I asked them like, you know, can you, can you beat me up and look like so they looked like I got mugged, Yo. so I could tell my parents that I got mugged and they, I lost my phone. That's next level. Did, but did they do it though? They did it. I think they were more than glad to do it. <laughs> We don't know what you look like. Maybe you got a very beatable face. <laughs> you want to punch this fellow one time. <laughs> so you, so well, yeah. they, they, no. they, they beat you, but it was, it was controlled, lah, right? I mean, I, I definitely had some bruises. Okay. Because, yeah. So when I, I had some bruises on my face, I had one of my friends punch me in my rib. Did so it, it was, Did you manage to convince yeah. your parents that you were, that you were mugged? I actually did. Oh. They, yeah, they saw me. They, I think my dad felt so pitiful for me. He, you know, he saw me like beaten up, and they actually bought me a new phone after oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> I am so sorry for your parents. No, it, no, it's okay, lah. You know, they say crime doesn't pay, but this one, he actually paid for it with bruises and cuts. So yeah, while crime doesn't pay, but hey, no pain, no gain, you know. Why? <laughs> So a woman swallows an AirPod instead of a painkiller. Ah, yo, pompuan. When we say an <laughs> apple a day, we are referring to the fruit, ah, uh, not the electronic product. Hello. <laughs> so she was crawling into bed, right? She had ibuprofen in her right hand and in her left hand, her AirPod. Okay. So she accidentally, yeah, she very quickly took the AirPod in her mouth, <laughs> took a water bottle, swallowed it down, and then she realized, oh my God, the ibuprofen is in my other hand. Okay. And I swallowed my AirPod. So what, did the AirPod still work while they were in the stomach? That's the thing. She tried, she tried puking it out. Mm. It won't come out. She sent her friend a voice note and included gurgling sounds from her stomach. So oh. I think it was still working. It was picking up whatever <laughs> that was going on in her belly. Wow, this Bluetooth technology is amazing huh? from the belly itself the fella can still connect to the phone that means hey, okay Apple you should start having a playlist you should, because if more what? people start swallowing this airport which yeah. seems to be quite a common problem <laughs> we should have a dedicated playlist for stomach music featuring artists uh-huh. with stomach themed names okay. are you ready for a pun fest Juanita? never never ready for your pun fest <laughs> okay so we'll have songs from Camilla Cabelli <laughs> Uh, not bad, right, Don? <laughs> Olivia Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Megan D. Stomach. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> make the stallion. Yeah, the, uh, the the famous uh, band boy band One Digestion, <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, representing Malaysia, Kyoto Protocol. What? Kyoto Protocol. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Afwat. Fly FM. So this woman swallowed an AirPod instead of a painkiller. Mm. But if you come to think of it, right, it's pretty common for us to accidentally swallow random things. Like yeah. Douglas's brother accidentally swallowed dice. Correct. Game dice. Yeah, we were very young at the time. So we, <laughs> <laughs> why la? So we were playing uh, Monopoly yeah. uh, with my mom. Uh, she was killing it. Because obviously <laughs> right. it's a real estate game. And two young boys What do we know about real estate? We had no idea what we were doing We were just very happy Rolling the dice Going, oh I got 10 more than you <laughs> Which made no sense Because all you're doing Is going round and round the board right? Wow, yeah. my mother was like Taking all our money And she, she didn't kasi chance at didn't all didn't She played it very seriously <laughs> Chinese woman lah. Like she, she played it She was in it to win it I think she read The Art of Sun Tzu And stuff like that You know, to beat her children Anyway, uh, we were just so happy Oh, hotel again Yay, get to stay in hotel yeah. <laughs> All this while our money Was being taken bit by bit So then It was Desmond's turn To roll the dice mm-hmm. For some reason he, he rolls the dice And only one uh, Comes out right. The other dice Hey, where did the other dice go? And then Desmond is like Just looking at himself Like, you know Touching his throat And we're like Oh no The Dungu swallow Load the dice <laughs> I don't even know What it was doing So close to his lips Maybe he held it up To kiss it For good luck Or whatever nonsense Right So we had to Pause the game uh, My mom was obviously Very upset She was telling him You vomit out now You vomit out now But you, you know It's very hard To vomit on yeah, cue Because yeah. you know, my brother's not a model <laughs> <laughs> Sorry oh. Sorry So anyway <laughs> So anyway, uh, we had to do the next best thing, which mm-hmm. was to wait for Desmond to pass it out naturally. Right. And after he did that, uh-huh. uh, we would have to go and CSI the poo. What? Yeah, yeah. Crime scene investigation, Desmond's poo. I, I, get, I get it when you do that with animals, right? Because Correct. they poo on the floor, then it's easier to check. But this We made him poo in a, in a uh, potty. Oh. Yeah, so we were very young at the time right. Very young So we put in a potty And then my mom and me uh, I was her assistant We had to go in with satay sticks Oh my god! To uh, find the uh, missing dice uh, We did it for about three days On the on the fourth day We found it We I was poking and poking Ma, there's something hard here And then my mother goes, Don't touch anything She cleared off all the stuff And there was the dice Very clearly uh-huh. Showing a number four <laughs> And my mother was like Number four That means that's when you go to jail You go to <laughs> Directly to jail Do not pass go Do not no. collect 200 My mother Very serious Monopoly player <laughs> Fly FM So this New Zealand Parliamentary members Cycled to the hospital To give birth Douglas How expensive Are parking lots In New Zealand <laughs> hospitals That people would rather Cycle than take the car I mean everything else Is affordable You know in New Zealand Right <laughs> You want to get pregnant Come give birth in the hospital It's fairly cheap You know you've got cancer We've got chemotherapy On tap Everything is affordable But to park your car 5,000 New Zealand dollars What's the story here? No She's just very humble um, She was experiencing Some contractions Right mm. when she decided To just get on her bicycle Go to the hospital I think she knew 
knew that she didn't have much time. She gave birth an hour after arriving at the hospital. But this is the thing. This is not the first time that it happened. What? It actually happened in 2018 when she was pregnant with her first child. Oh, so I guess she is a recycler. Lah. She's <laughs> 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 no, but this tells you something very, very clear, you know. Mm-hmm. That the way Westerners and we Asians, the way we look at pregnancy and pantang larangs is yeah. very different. Because in Asia means, uh, wow, you want to sight, you walk also cannot walk uh, if you're pregnant. <laughs> When you give birth, you have that one month, right? Oh, yeah. After that, that you can't go anywhere. You cannot wash your hair. You can't go anywhere. Um, also, you're in a lot of pain. So Correct. I don't know how the Westerners do it. For the Chinese, right? You got to eat a lot of hot stuff. You know, not hot yes. stuff. That sounds like eating chili. No, you have to eat a lot of like heat. Heating. Generating stuff Like yep. ginger mm-hmm. And things like that And even before uh, Your delivery There's yep. a lot of things You cannot do You mustn't wash your hair You mustn't yep. exert yourself And stuff like that But yep. Westerners My friend Eight months pregnant Went and ran a marathon What? Exactly You are eight months pregnant <laughs> woman You are technically running Two marathons You know like that <laughs> Like please be careful With the baby lah And this New Zealand champion cycling, no, <laughs> cycling while heavily pregnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard of Latour de Langkawi. Yeah. First time I'm hearing of Latour delivery. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.